Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we're going to talk about a whole boatload of stuff that's happening in the world of online reviews. In fact, there's been two announcements this month alone in the month of October. First one, interesting, Yelp added a feature to warn consumers about businesses that have been accused of racism. And the second announcement just came through Yelp yesterday, we're recording this on October 14th. This one just came through yesterday and Press Ganey has announced that they've purchased Doctor.com and they've purchased a major stake in Binary Fountain, which is also one of those third-party providers that helps you kind of get, get your arms around your online reputation in terms of like patient reviews and things of that nature. And both of these big announcements have implications to medical practices. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And let's dive right into it, Corey. Why don't you talk a little bit about Yelp and what this means? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, both of these are really going to have an impact and kind of change the landscape on online reviews and online reputation management. So let's start with Yelp. There's a lot to unpack. And if you're not super familiar with online reputation management and how it kind of works, Yelp is sort of everyone's least favorite anyway. And so they've added this new feature that is going to really upset a lot of business owners, I'm sure. And so the background of this is what's happening is you can now as a user or a patron of a business, report overtly racist actions. So what that means is you can, in addition to leaving a review, you could go to, let's say, a medical practice and you're upset as a patient that you had to wait for an hour. And maybe for whatever reason you think that race has played into your weight for some reason, you would leave this review and then indicate that there was some sort of racist action at the practice. And so at Yelp, they will immediately put this big notice on your page that says that the business is accused of racist behavior. I'm going to kind of read what their little notice says here. It says, recently someone associated with this business was accused of racist behavior, resulting in an influx of people posting their views to this page. Racism is reprehensible, blah, 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 blah. While we understand the desire to warn others about racist behavior with all businesses, all reviews on Yelp must reflect an actual firsthand customer experience. And then it goes on to basically say, it's a big notice to patients and customers. This business has been accused of racist behavior and it's it'll pop up on your page there's nothing you can do about it so yeah Yeah, i'm just shaking i'm just shaking my head Corey. right that's kind of what i was reacting to i could see you shaking your head there i'm just shaking my head because one is my family owns a restaurant and we on the side manage all their reviews for them and i see the stuff that comes in and i know what it does to my family and to that business and i know they're not racist and on occasion they'll be accused of racism and Mm. it's a big conversation that ends up going back and forth. The way that I read this announcement is that they're going to roll it out in North America only first, and they're going to start with restaurants. And we know that Yelp kind of got its start with restaurants in general. So will it go into medical practices? Who knows? But knowing Yelp, it probably will. It happened very quickly, probably within a matter of weeks if I had to guess. Yeah. And what I would think is going to happen is as they roll this out, it's not going to be a one report equals now you have this big thing on your profile that you 
you can't get rid of. I would imagine that it's going to take a handful of racist behaviors or reports to actually show up on there. And that's something that it's going to change, I'm sure, like you said, as they continue to roll this out throughout the US and across different industries. Yeah, and the thing with Yelp though, is they've always kind of, when you try to get something removed, which is very few and far between that you can, they've always kind of fallen back on, you know, freedom of speech and First Amendment rights. And like, there's two sides to every story. So we're just gonna publish it. And hey, doctor, if you want to counter some kind of review, feel free to post what you want. Just completely ignoring like HIPAA and any kind of patient protection and that point blank, we really can't go on there. And so, I just wonder who's going to police this. How is Yelp going to determine something that's racist or not racist? My gut tells me they're not going to. They're going to fall back on that First Amendment, right? And they're going to like take the same approach that they've always taken, which is an absolute nightmare for businesses because there's going to be such an opportunity to weaponize negative reviews right now in a way that could be so detrimental to a business. It literally could ruin a reputation and put somebody out of business, I think. I agree a thousand percent. I mean, it's pretty unclear if Yelp can prevent these alerts from being manipulated, just like it's unclear how they can prevent or any really online reputation platform can prevent reviews from being manipulated and weaponized, like you said. So they say, Yelp says that when this incident does occur, they're going to default it to that general attention alert, which is basically the pop-up that I was talking about a few minutes ago. And then if more reports come in, they're going to escalate this to some sort of like special team that they're going to have that will involve like the business owner. And then they'll go through and do like a manual review and whatever else. But, and again, like you were saying, Jen, what they're already putting out there is that these reviews will be verified and they will be real. But who's to say, how can you prove And who the hell has time to, as a business owner, to stop what you're doing, to go deal with the Yelp police? Yeah. I mean, if you have a problem at your business and you've been accused of racism and there's legitimacy to the accusation, then you have a much bigger problem fundamentally with your organization than a single Yelp review. But if you're out there just dealing with the fact that people are leaving negative reviews, oftentimes for the sake of leaving them, and now that this has been really brought to the forefront and Yelp has gotten on this bandwagon that they're going to get behind supporting these kind of negative reviews, as a business, who has time to deal with this kind of stuff? And we already have our hand tied because of HIPAA and protecting patient information. I just can't see doctors. I just feel like this is yet another, like another nail in the coffin when it comes to like having control over what's being said about you online. Yeah, it definitely doesn't make it easier. That's for sure. And I would say again, I think that as this kind of rolls out, they're going to, they're going to make the ease of which these notices go up for users probably a little bit harder to implement. So it's not going to be like one person can go and say that I felt like there was racist behavior behavior and then the whole thing comes crashing down because I think that for this to work and for it to be verified, they're going to need more evidence of that. So one person does it, okay, you're going to get a notice, you're going to get a one-star review, but it's not going to be a real game changer. But when five people do it, then it's going to start to pile up. And that's where we can talk about the reviews being manipulated and weaponized and what have you. And again, like the idea, just personally speaking, like I get it. Yelp says they value diversity and inclusion and belonging. Who doesn't? 
percent, right? Of course you want that. But at the same time, from a business owner perspective, I don't know, it's tricky. It's not a good look, I don't think. No, and you add to the fact that Yelp's already tough to deal with. Like right. it's hard, right. it's a hard pill to swallow. Add to the fact that we're also dealing across the board with negative reviews when an employee takes their mask off at the front desk or somebody perceives that something isn't up to par. And then on top of that, let's add this other element and just make it tougher and tougher for businesses to survive. I'm very, very frustrating. Yeah. And there's really not much you can do about it. And just like there's not much you can do about most negative reviews. You know, you can go to Yelp, you can report it, you can say that this review does not contain factual information or it was falsified or whatever. And typically the Yelp response is something to the effect of, sorry, but we don't take sides in factual disputes. If it reflects users' personal experience and opinions, it's our policy to let that user stand behind their review. In other words, too bad, don't care. Yep, so, that's exactly the case. It, it, yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's always more than one side to a story and we all know that, but there is some limited reporting of the reviews you can do. You can run that through Yelp and then cross your fingers and hope that they're going to evaluate it and they will remove that review. In our experience, if you can prove something, it will really help your case, but it doesn't always make a difference. And they're sticklers about keeping the reviews there. Yeah. And I don't think that you can prove or disprove racism. Right. No, I really don't. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this one unfolds. I don't think there's any clear cut answer. And I also don't think there's anything to be too alarmed of yet. If they're starting with restaurants, just know that it's happening and everybody needs to pay attention. Yep. It's a little nugget for the back of your mind. Are you ready to make marketing easier? Join Dr. Marketing Tips Lab to unlock awesome tools and coaching from the experts you hear every week on this podcast. Hi, my name is Christiana Oyunchi, and I'm the Dr. Marketing Tips Lab Community Manager. My job is to make sure you know about all the great features Lab has to offer and to answer questions you may have. Speaking of features, your Lab membership comes with tons of marketing templates, checklists, webinars, how-to guides, and even a monthly coaching call with Corey, Jennifer, and the entire Dr. Marketing Tips podcast team. Learn more and sign up at drmarketingtipslab.com to streamline your marketing and kickstart practice growth today. That's drmarketingtipslab.com. See you in the lab soon. Yep, absolutely. So there's another big announcement this week. Um, a big one because it really it impacts us like on a personal level too. So Press Ganey, who we all know who Press Ganey is, they've announced yesterday, October 13th, that they have purchased Doctor.com and they've purchased a majority stake in Binary Fountain. So what they said is this is kind of lingo, like press release lingo, but they basically said that they've announced the expansion of their market leading healthcare consumerism platform platform with acquisitions of doctor.com and binary fountain and that these make press Ganey the largest healthcare consumerism platform we're both saying that in air quotes in the industry which means an unmatched opportunity for and this is the keyword health systems and providers to drive digital patient acquisition retention and reputation management strategies so this is kind of a, i think this is it's definitely worth paying attention to you know what does it mean for your practice well i think first it means that press Ganey, who we 
we all know as those paper surveys that are pretty expensive that we send out to our patients and get those reports once a quarter. They're not just for surveys anymore. Press Ganey is super focused now on patient engagement, patient experience, and workforce engagement. And I love that, Corey, because we've shifted the business over at Insight over the last couple of years to kind of sit on those three pillars as it relates to marketing, which tells me, you know, when you have a large company like Press Ganey doing it, if they are imitating us, that's the ultimate flattery. I say that tongue in cheek, <laughs> but, but they've also gotten into strategic consulting and they're offering a lot of bigger things. So this is a big play by Press Ganey. And I really think what this says is that the world of directory listings and online reviews has grown up. Um, it's no longer, you know, budding industry. It's now like a real industry. And we're probably in the next couple of years going to see several of these major acquisitions and all the small players getting picked up, which is kind of nice because it means that we'll have some uniformity. But at the same time, I think it's going to drive the prices up a little bit too. Yeah. Whenever big players start to buy up a bunch of stuff and then make up terms like healthcare consumerism platform. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know that um, the industry is shifting. And from a purely business perspective, it totally makes sense because so Press Ganey with these purchases, they now kind of control the royals, right? They have like full verticality. They have the reviews. They've got the patient acquisition. They've got the retention. They've got the experience piece of it. So they're sort of controlling as much of this entire experience as they can outside of the clinical realm. So they can report on it. They can tell you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And then they can help you fix it, which is something that they really didn't have so much before. Uh, so I'm I mean, it just makes sense for them to do this. And like you said, Jen, I think this is kind of like a preview of what's to come, if you will. Yeah. And when I hear terms like healthcare consumerism platform and health systems, I think that means these are solutions that hospitals can afford. But I think it's going to be very difficult for smaller independent practices to have the resources or to be willing to put the resources into something like this. We work with doctor.com and that goes into all of our packages with our clients and and we're only able to make it affordable because we have it in bulk. But I know what the retail prices are. And I know that it's, those are just difficult pills to swallow when you have to prioritize where your money is going. And so I feel like we're having that like national level conversation about the haves and the have nots and like the separation of people that make money and people that don't make money. I feel like this is another instance where we're creating a further separation between hospitals and independent practices, because I don't think that smaller practices are going to have the wherewithal to take full advantage of this. And so we're going to separate out even more. Yeah. And I think that that's a great point. And the target for this, like their main consumer is going to be those health systems. They're going to go where the money is. And a lot of the health systems already have some form of press gainy or, you know, they're using some type of like survey patient experience. What have yeah. You. They're using press gainy. Right. They're using doctor.com and, and they're using binary fountain. Those are the main players in the space for them. Right. And now they're going to come back and say, well, we've combined the platform into this all-inclusive, easier to use, easier to implement, roll out, whatever. And there's a slight price increase that goes with that. Probably. Yep, I'm, exactly. I'm assuming that's what's going to yep. happen. Or they're going to go after a new business where they could not provide every solution before. Now they're going to say, we have this package that includes everything that you could want. And that's how they're going to win that business. 
I completely agree. And because we have such a big contract with doctor.com, we've already set up the uh, reach out to them to get the meeting set up. They say that it just means that we're going to get a bigger suite of offerings. So we're going to have that conversation with them. And I'm sure that we will bring some of those tidbits back to the doctor marketing tips listeners. So these are some big announcements and let's talk about what practices can do. So for me, I think that with Yelp, we just need to be aware of it and kind of see how it's going to play out. But if I were a CEO of an organization right now, I would make sure that everybody is aware of this change. And I'd also let my marketing folks or whoever it is that's monitoring my reviews, make sure that they're aware of this announcement so that they can just be a little extra vigilant when it comes to looking at reviews that are coming in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the more people are engaged and they recognize how much those reviews matter, the better your practice is going to be for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the press Ganey announcement, I'd get ready to for the phone to start ringing for the salespeople to start trying to sell you. I take a look at if you're doing press Ganey surveys now, and if you have another solution, because maybe there's an opportunity to save a few dollars if there is a bundled solution. And now's a great time of the year to be looking at it because we're all prepping our 2021 budgets. And so I would definitely take a look at what those enhanced offerings are going to be. And if there's an opportunity to consolidate some of the services that you're doing, I know that we're going to be looking at that for our clients. So I would definitely recommend that. And then speaking of budgets, I think that these announcements and kind of the shift in the industry as as a whole are really reinforcing why the employee training and development and getting your employees on the same page, why that matters so much. I was prepping for budget talks with one of our large orthopedic practices yesterday. And one of the number one kind of areas of focus that we're going to continue on, which we've been doing for years, next year, they want to double down on the star ratings again. They want to make sure that we are engaging employees, making sure that every employee understands the importance of star ratings and how we are being measured by the public on a daily basis. And I think that this is, these announcements really kind of drive home that point. You know, it's your entire organization, not just the executive team and the physicians who need to be aware of how online reviews are impacting the bottom line and how patients are now choosing which practices that they're going to go to. And so I think these announcements are just yet another reason that we all need to be paying attention to online reviews and star ratings. And we need to make sure that in 2021, everybody has a strategy for moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to get too deep in the weeds, but I was just looking at an article from Forbes and they were talking about how company culture can increase revenue by four times. So if you think about how reviews play into your practice and you zoom out, well, what makes people get better reviews? Well, if the employees are more engaged and they're happier and they're providing better patient and customer service, you're probably going to get better reviews. Well, how do you get them to do better? Well, you keep them engaged and let them know what's going on, give them the proper training. And I think you're absolutely right, Jen. It all goes back to the patient experience and creating an environment where not only are the patients, they're happy to be there and they're pleased with their experience, but you have to do the same thing with your workforce if you really want to make it today. Because if your culture isn't right, then either your employees will just flat out leave for another job, especially the lower level people, they're just go somewhere else for an extra nickel, or you're going to face the consequences of having to dig yourself out of this one star review pit that you put yourself in. Yeah, but I think that's a great place to shut it down. I think this has been a good conversation. Sorry, docs to put more on your plate to think (laughs) about, but this is definitely an area we all need to be paying attention to. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks, guys.
Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate each even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.